his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm. But even then, he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq. Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. Hi. I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. 
Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're gonna stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com and the party is on. Warning, the following show may and will include things that are inappropriate and sensitive for tiny little ears. Welcome to West Coast BS. <clears throat> happy Friday and happy Veterans Day. Yes, hello, Beardie. We are here on a random return of the West Coast BS. I wanted to have an actual veterans show, but I didn't know if we were worthy of that. So I will just tell you that I'm proud of you and I adore you and all of our veterans. I appreciate very, very much. Thank you. Don't make me cry on air. I will not, but I actually have a veteran question for you because I've never asked you about this before. Is it awkward when people thank you for your service and stuff? Like, what would you like people to do to convey their appreciation? I actually don't mind it. And I I think when I was uh, younger and I didn't know what to say when somebody says that, Mm -hmm. it was really awkward and I didn't necessarily like it. Um, but I was with one of my senior leadership people one day in public and, uh, someone thanked him for his service and he said, thank you for your support. And that was it. And it was done. And I was like, well, that's the answer. So now it doesn't really bother me usually what I respond with. That's awesome. I've seen some people who are a little awkward about it, but it's not because they are irritated by it. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it is kind of weird because I mean, it's volunteer service, right? So you don't have to, nobody feels like they're owed a thank you, but it is nice to be appreciated. Oh, 
I just love my brother. Really, we just do this so we can hang out and drink beer together across the miles. Isn't that true? <laughs> I mean, it is the only time that I drink beer. So that is true. Okay, cheers. Actually, I didn't have a beer. I had whiskey tea. That's a thing. Don't whiskey doubt it. Tea. Thank you for your service, Mike. I see you in the chat. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Glad you guys are here tonight. The few of you who stuck around through our technical difficulties. Thank you, producer Rick. I offered to just bag it and he pulled through. So here we are. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, yeah so we yeah. were we were on a hiatus because of uh, football season. Yeah. Um, and now it's over. And I'm I'm sad that it's over, but I'm also glad that we get to do this on Friday nights. For now. See, right now, I am getting Friday Night Lights texts from my 16-year-old because uh, home team is kicking butt. It's 28-0. I just got a text. (laughs) (laughs) But my boys aren't playing, so that's different. What's new in Washington or with me? In your world. (laughs) In my world. Oh, by the way, thank you, Ordy. Uh, for your service you, also. Mike. You said oh, Ordi? already. Yeah, I know. Ordi now. He, he thanked me. <laughs> I didn't know Ordi was in the military. Well, maybe I'm extrapolating. He said thanks, guys, in the chat. So maybe he's thanking us for our presence. I don't know. I don't know either, but if you were, thank you, Ordi. Okay, so anyway, what's new? I will tell you what's new in the state of Washington, particularly in regard to election season. Do you have any guesses? Um, I mean, I'm going to guess that it's the same as here. Um, well, I'll just tell you, and then you tell me if it's the same as Not a damn thing. That's what. Nothing's new. Yeah. Same yeah, old shit. For here, we... We did. I'm pretty sure. I'm mean, California flipped a couple seats, but uh, same old shit. They people here voted for Gavin Newsom, and that tells you everything you need to know. Idiot. Yeah. So in Washington, the nice thing is like there's no is running. You maybe get a little excited. They build a little steam, and you talk to your friends, and it's cool. And then you just know that when the election comes, you're actually going to lose. Like that's just how it goes. Yeah, that's uh, that's how it goes. And I, I hate like the voting experience here is one of the worst things ever. Why? What's wrong with voting in California? So I'll just I'll just give you the whole rundown, right? So I drive to the polling place. I actually went the day before election day on the seventh because I had to go out of town on election day for work. So I pull up to the polling place. It's at a senior center close to my house. Uh and I go in, the people are really nice. But then I get to the ladies are like, go down the hall, second door on the left, whatever. So I walk in and I see that there are two gentlemen sitting at the desk where you check in. One is an older gentleman wearing a these colors don't run hat or something like that and a shirt with a bald eagle on it. <laughs> I, 
I think you should have made friends with him. I wanted to, but the guy that's actually taking your information and all that is Mm -hmm. obviously like some Antifa weirdo. He's like a probably 20-something guy with a ponytail and one of those, uh, I don't know what you call those hats that like cab drivers wear. Hmm. Cabbie hat? You can just tell that he's woke. Like, he had a, a black t-shirt on, but it might as well have had the fist of J- BLM justice on it. And so he checked me in, but I said, I walked up to the desk and I said, he said, are you going to be, you need a ballot today or are you going to use your mail-in ballot? And I said, for some reason, my household did not receive mail-in ballots. And he said, hmm, that's weird. What's your name? <laughs> And that was it. There was no uh, nothing else to it. So I give him my name. He asks for my address. And he gives me a little label and says, go over there and get a ballot. So it has always weirded me out when I got to vote in person that they don't require any idea, ID. Like, where do you go that they ask for your name and your address and you don't have to re- provide anything to prove that you are who you say you are? Yeah, I, all I had to do was tell him my address, but I could have been any random person. And I also don't know what happened to our unsolicited state-required mail-in ballots. My house never received them. When I looked it up online, it said that they were in the mail. That's so, crazy. And that's not the first time for you guys, right? No, we, we've had a bunch of weird things. We got, we've got we gotten some extra ballots. We've gotten no ballots. It's okay. So needless to say, it's very well managed as are all government projects. Right. So yes. then I get my ballot, I go over and fill it out and I go to the table. And when you get to the table, there's these really nice old ladies and they say all done. And you say, yes. And your ballot is in the secrecy folder. And they mm-hmm. tell you to take your ballot out of the secrecy folder and place it into the bag. And it's like a domino. Like Santa's pizza. bag? Oh, like like a pizza warmer bag? It's like a pizza warmer bag with a slot in it. <laughs> and the ballots are like sloppily shoved in there. And there's Is it two. like a trash chute? <laughs> there's two bags. There's a pink one and a blue one. And if you brought your ballot, your mail-in ballot, and you're using that, it goes in the pink one. If you they printed you a ballot and you used a new ballot, it goes in the blue one. Hmm. Which makes no sense, right? They should all go in the same place, you would think. Because they tell you there's nothing different about a printed ballot or your mail ballot, which I never received. Interesting. Anyway, so I shoved my ballot into the blue pizza bag. I'll tell you where to shove your ballot. It has like a little luggage lock on it, like you would put on a suitcase that doesn't really do anything. (laughs) Super secure, yes. Very secure. And then I leave and I just, you just leave there going, well, that was stupid. Like that was a waste of my time because it's very obvious that none of it is taken seriously and that your, your vote may or may not get counted. It shows up like when I look up on the California uh, ballot website or voting Mm -hmm. website, I can see it says I voted in person, so I'm guessing my vote got counted, but who knows? Well, or they checked you off on some list or something. 
Or somebody Ooh. else voted for you. I mean, you never know. Right, with my mail-in <laughs> ballot that I never got. Yeah, super weird. So my only thing about the whole about calling out that the elections are questionable at best and that no one's super comfy with the process and it being official and believable and accurate is why are we not fixing it? Like even 2020 was so obnoxious because everybody was saying that they're going to cheat. We're going to lose. They're going to cheat. So if we know that, then how does it still happen? Like what is the point of calling it out if we can't do anything about it? Yeah. I mean, there really is no point. And it's to the point where you might as well just not. I don't know. I mean, I went through that. I've probably told this story before that when I was a much younger voter, we had Dino Rossi running for governor and he um, he won the first count and they had a recount. It was pretty close. So they counted a third time and on the third time the democrat candidate won and so then the election was over and we have not like no republicans have won any prominent or important positions in the state since basically since we've done mail-in ballots so i don't know I went through a phase for like probably two years, one or two election cycles, I don't remember, where I just didn't vote because I didn't feel like it mattered. But now I do it just in case. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. And I also, there's so many things about voting in the election that just are shitty. Like I was, yesterday, this morning, I was uh, trying to find online uh, the information about the election so I could see, you know, how things are going. And you can see it right on Google, but I know different places update differently and stuff. So I'm looking around and lo and behold, right on one of the pages, I think it might have been the AP, the Associated Press. Uh, I'm scrolling down to see results, right? And I posted this on Twitter earlier, but there's a the page, the website is white, right? Like mm-hmm. it's white writing. That's racist. In the, in the middle of the page, there's a big yellow box, and it says, "Democracy is under threat. Support independent journalism. From voting rights to climate collapse to reproductive freedom, the stakes couldn't be higher in these midterm elections. Help us shine a light on the most pressing issues facing America." <laughs> and that's okay. right in the middle. I'm just trying to see the results. I don't want to hear your bullshit why is that oh my gosh that's a that's a a news source that's a a place where people go to find out information and that's what they're posting on their website that is crazy uh to Ordi's point in the chat he says that maybe your precinct sucks because the one that he works at is great so i guess it just matters about who's there so maybe beardy you and I need to sign up for some of this shit. Like, would you feel better if you were there monitoring the process and involved? I would. Maybe, but I, I don't know, though. I, like, I obviously am filterless, and I would probably tell Tim, the fucking Antifa ballot guy, to get lost. Yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know that I could do that. 
I finally had to sit through some um, inclusion HR. DEI training? Yes. I am so annoyed. Yes, I hate it. Like, I feel like my workplace is generally not political, but it was torture. Like, I am such a good employee like i'm a dream i will do anything i'm about the company i'm like a little soldier and then you give me the shit that i have to sit through and just listen to and click on stuff i don't agree with and i'm like ready to walk or rebel or i don't know i can't do it i hate the the pressure is just like you just need to conform and just go with it like why would you be a jerk about this but it's awful yeah, it's, it's so political. It's so divisive. Don't mind. Oh my gosh! Of course, like we intrude- uh, We uh, interrupt this program for a <laughs> peeing session. Uh, yeah, it's okay. I did. I did the disclaimer. Just pee away. I would sing, <laughs> but nobody wants to hear that. Uh, but yeah, the DEI stuff is everywhere, and it's not like. Uh, I don't know. It's not like anything else. It gets shoved in your face. Like it's so like, weird. Like, like they like treat the it. Natural... So I get why we do sexual assault training. Right. 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 Or even some of the harassment, it. I think, goes a bit far. But I get where it came from. Right. There's lawsuits, and there's this is an issue they have to address. Right. And I understand, but. It really puts a damper on flirting in the office, though. I just got to say, I kind of think that's bullshit. <laughs> I, I mean, it does make you feel like you really got to watch what you say. I, I told one of the people in the office the other day that I asked them if they had been losing weight and told them that it looked good. And then I left the office wondering if I was going to get called in by HR. <laughs> but, yeah, you just can't say anything. The the, the, the the diversity stuff. The thing that's weird about it is they present it like it's like telling people not to steal. Like like that it's exactly. so that it's so accepted and not controversial that why would anyone have any problem with it? And I actually think the reason I have a problem with it is because it's so obvious. Like, I'm not an asshole to people, and I didn't think about not telling them their hair had a nice texture because they're black. Because I don't think that way. I don't care. I just like your hair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I yeah, guess I'm insensitive. Is. I'm insensitive. I'm an insensitive asshole, and therefore I should probably not work there anymore. But I I get what you're saying because it, it it does it feels very political and very pointed and mm-hmm. not the same as your regularly scheduled annually required training. Right, like if they want to tell me how to lift boxes, I'm a little more accepting of that than telling me I don't know the other things, all the things I don't want to talk about it anymore. It makes me pissy. I try not to talk about work. Also, uh, Bryce is in the chat room. Thank you, Bryce, for sticking it through. I know it's late for you on the East Coast. And um, he said he wanted to hear me sing, so that's really why I'm saying thank you to Bryce. (laughs) I have one fan in the whole world. Thank you, Bryce. I think you're a pretty good singer. I mean, I know I hated it when we were younger. Yes, yes, you did. (laughs) Uh, But I've 
I mean, now that I'm an adult, I recognize that you do. You are. All I know is that we smashed that Sublime song at karaoke. And I don't even remember it because I had some to drink. But that was the most fun ever. I feel like we should try to reenact that. (laughs) And I, if, if anybody's near, like, the capital of California and wants to go sing karaoke, I am here for it. Because I, I need a karaoke buddy. I, yes. I, I love karaoke. And I have no one to go with. And going by myself is weird. Because then I always end up hanging out with like some redneck guy and a toothless Indian lady. I mean, that just enriches your cultural experience. You don't even need diversity training. I'm very cultured. I know you are. <laughs> I've been seen a lot of things. So, uh, what else is going on in California? I heard something uh, interesting. You did? What did you hear? So, I heard, um, I think I always talk about this. Maybe I even already talked about it on our show. I don't remember. But, so, in preparation for all of the uh, carbon requirements for vehicles and the push for electric vehicles, like, including semi-trucks and shit, um, California is you know, has jumped the gun and is requiring everything in the nearest future. And um, what I heard is that California actually has horrible infrastructure and the issue isn't going to be getting companies and manufacturers to generate enough electric vehicles or even to get consumers to buy them. But the challenge is going to be having enough places to plug them in and charge them. Have you heard anything about that? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, you can just see it when you're uh, when you're around, out and about. I mean, some of those charging stations are backed up, and there's cars waiting, and it takes forever. Are you kidding oh. me? So this privilege of driving up to the front parking spot and plugging your vehicle in is horseshit. I mean. They are adding more of them. Actually, my company we've we've done a few of those mm-hmm. because we install them sometimes, or not install them, but we uh, facilitate installing them. And we've added a few, but I mean, I for example, there's like a biochemical company that we work with often. Mm-hmm. They uh, this is like. A super woke company. So they, uh, during COVID, they required masks for everyone as soon as you step foot on the property at all times. Uh, they had you, you had to like, you have to like uh, buzz in and answer a questionnaire and like allow unvaccinated persons for a while, like super woke. They even, so they're, Sister, like the rest of their company is on the East Coast somewhere, and they were in high. Like we went to low here, so no, masking wasn't required. And their East Coast, we went to masking because they were on high, high level, and so yes. and so they masked here in solidarity. Oh, solidarity masking! Just the big, the virtue signal will never fade. No, it won't, and so. They we did two electric vehicle charging stations in their parking lot, 
and you know because they're like a super dei and woke company and uh the other day i was there and i counted like i think 17 electric cars that weren't able to park in the electric car parking stalls with the chargers so i just i don't know how it's going to work there's way more way more vehicles than there are chargers so as per usual progressive planning if you call it planning the horse is before the cart right already <laughs> right like they always have these big ideas but they have no details for implementation and successful management of their plan yeah it, it just just doesn't make sense uh, now gavin got himself another turn term uh gonna get worse i can't believe that these people would vote for him they're just uh, i'm ready to go somewhere else good let's move to texas i say it every day are you ready to move I'm to texas <laughs> uh i just wanted to real quick point out this picture that rooster posted uh it's a meme and it has a tesla with what like a generator behind it yes <laughs> in 2035 and it's hilarious but the the machine that that tesla is pulling yeah and it it's not a generator it's actually has a turbine in it and it's uh. a jet-powered aircraft starting machine so it's super <laughs> good for the environment <laughs> they're awful oh my gosh i actually have no problem with uh like private market uh exploration of electric or hydro Vehicles, alternative sources of energy. I actually think some of that's kind of interesting, but I really think it should be private market driven and there should be an economic benefit as well as a make yourself feel good because you're saving the planet because you're not drinking out of paper straws, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, I have something mean to say also. I'm sorry, my mean girl's going to come out because you were talking about masks and a lot of people here are wearing masks again. And uh, this morning yeah. I walked by this humongous woman who gave me the dirtiest look and she had her mask on outside. And I was just thinking, like, if you're that concerned about your health, I think there are other things you could do to ensure your good health. Like, you know, get off your ass, stop putting stuff in your mouth. I don't know. You would think the mask would help with that a little. Yeah, you, maybe. I don't know. I just don't so see the correlation of being humongously obese and walking well, around like a sanctimonious asshole with your mask on because you're saving yourself and the planet. But I can tell you what's happening in the liberal brain because I live in the middle of it. Okay, explain the liberal brain to me. You cannot, and I don't want to hear anything about a bro pony. <laughs> Her thought is, me being fat doesn't affect other people, but me not wearing a mask does. So she thinks she's saving other people. Yeah, that, that's their point. They're doing it for other people. They say it all the time. Other people who are not outside next to her in any way. Yes, she's saving them. Okay. I, I, I don't get it. I'm not going to pretend to get it. I just can't. So I was pleasantly surprised with football season 
in mm-hmm. our high school stadium, no masks. Awesome. People are tired of it. And some, I mean, like normal one people. One guy who happens to be the announcer. Wore a mask. Or... And finally, one day I was like, why are you wearing a mask, dude? Do you see anybody getting sick? Everybody's fine. And he was like, I have parents who are are high risk. And I was like, what? And then he maybe like, he shouldn't come to football games if he is that concerned. You know, I mean, I don't know. Super weird. I also was thinking about um, paper straws tonight because <laughs> I ordered all the shit from Amazon and it comes like every day in a different separate box for like one tiny item. And I was thinking the next time some asshole yells at you for drinking out of a regular straw, you should ask them how many Amazon packages they've received in the last month. Because those assholes order stuff too. Right? Yeah. No, but how come nobody's concerned about that? Do you know how much packaging there is from an Amazon order? Those woke folk order all kinds of shit online. They order their Antifa shirts online. We're we're filling up landfills with perforated anti- uh, Amazon Antifa envelope. Yeah. Antifa envelopes are destroying the planet. How can you not Amazon? I mean... Seals probably eat padded envelopes. Yeah, but I love those padded envelopes. I mean, how about this? So, one of my kids took my phone charger today. He borrowed it, and it ceased to work. It didn't work anymore when I got it back. Who borrowed it? I was reading chat. Sorry, I do that. It's fine. One of my children. Oh, one of those. (laughs) I can't hear you. Am I the only one who can't hear you? Don't leave me alone. Oh, maybe it's me. Hey, chat room, can you hear me? Huh? Huh? Okay, I can hear you now. You disappeared. I thought you stranded me in the chat room. Oh, no. My phone rang. Oh. Well, that's rude. That's very unprofessional. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Talk to my children. All right. So we have, like, uh, eight minutes left, and then we're putting producer Rick to bed because we've already taken a load of his time and stressed him out. Thank you again, producer Rick, for sticking it out. Thank you, Rick. So So what... What else? What did we not talk about? I know I was thinking of the things that I'm not thinking about anymore. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, we didn't talk that much about the election other than how stupid it was when I went in and voted. I just, I'm in awe that Pennsylvania voted for John Fetterman. The alternative was Oz. And I got to be honest that if I was in Pennsylvania, I would not be that motivated or excited to vote for Dr. Oz. He was Oprah Winfrey's right-hand man for years. And he's a wackadoo celebrity. Like, why? How are these our candidates? I, I don't know. And I, don't think, I don't think that Oz was a good candidate. I agree. But so I how also... are we surprised about Fetterman? Because I'm not. You can't. You can't run I mean, 
garbage against garbage and be disappointed by the result. Okay, but I mean, if, if I was in Pennsylvania and I looked at the two of them and just went solely based on the ability to form a sentence, I, I mean, I, I couldn't convince myself to vote for John Fetterman. Okay, but consider this, okay? Fetterman has this goiter on his neck that is like another person. Like, it's almost like voting for two for one. Yeah, I don't know. I do like all the movies that are coming out you, that involve John Fetterman and Joe Biden. I have to interrupt for just a moment. You guys haven't figured this out yet, have you? The goiter on his no. Neck, the goiter on his neck, Producer Rick, enlighten us. The goiter on his neck is Quatlu. Quatlu. <laughs> it's what? It's from Total Recall. Quatlu? A little alien dude, remember? I have seen some very good memes regarding the goiter on Fetterman's neck. So I hate to say it, but I'm almost excited that he won because now we can make fun of him for a couple of years at least. I think I think that I pioneered something and I haven't been given any credit. And correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But I think I I was the first one to call it a goiter. Ever? I think if you look, like I think if, if you, you Google it. If you Google Fetterman's goiter, it's a thing. But I think I was the first one on Twitter to call it a goiter. You might have been. I'll give you the credit. Yeah, but that you was, can be the goiter owner. Yeah, but that was like 14 accounts ago. Nobody knows for sure if it was you. That's true. Yeah, it oh might have been one of my previous. That, that could be. There's a really good Photoshop of... Fetterman's goiter as his mini-me in the <laughs> chat room. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, I, like I like the pregnant man. I'm such a glass-half-full kind of person because now I just think it's fun that we get to make fun of this idiot. I'm sorry yeah. that Pennsylvania has to deal with it, but to be honest, they're partially responsible. So. It'll be entertaining. That, there's no doubt. I mean, that's the only the only thing about having Biden as president is that sometimes it's really funny. Yeah, there's entertainment value. And it's not there. our cringe moment, so that makes it funnier. We just have to deal with the repercussions, which are not funny. I can't believe that the flag fell down while Fetterman was talking either. That, that's awful. <laughs> Though also entertaining, <laughs> the one with um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of his name. Swalwell, yes. Swalwell blasting his ass yeah. and knocking Eric. over the flags. That was amazing. I hate Eric Swalwell. Don't get me yeah. started. I won't uh, get you so started. <laughs> if we if we uh, go back to Twitter and talk about the squater thing, because I'm pretty convinced. I my pinned tweet is from September fourteenth. And try to think of a time before September fourteenth that someone said something about goiter. You want me to find it? I will find it. You're gonna be sad. Do you want me to just leave it? No, I'm not gonna be sad because you're you're just gonna you're gonna see that <laughs> I was the first one to call it that. 
Okay. I called I, he was playing a square from being smart, and I called it his goiter hider. <laughs> okay, I will do the research in an effort to validate your claim. Thank you. You're I appreciate welcome. you. <laughs> I adore <laughs> you. <laughs> so, um, I just yeah. want credit to give me credit is due. I, I can agree with that. I want to thank people in our chat room for showing up tonight. Again, I'm just impressed that you're here. Thank you for giving us someone to talk to besides ourselves. Although I think we'd probably show up anyway. I would um, be here. I, I would be here too. And Rick could be there for support. <laughs> in case we had an argument or something, you know. I'll always be That's your true. emotional support producer. It's my thing. Thank you, Rick. Um, so, Rick, tell us, when is juxtaposition? Because I'm a bit out of the station loop, and I lost track of the schedule. So there will be a replay of one of the uh, uh, previous juxtaposition episodes as soon as you guys wrap. And then tomorrow night, we will be live with a fresh episode of juxtaposition at 11 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. 11 p.m. Eastern. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do the math. That's 8 p.m. on the West Coast, right? Yes, it is. Because we only think well, in West Coast, sorry, if we're like that. Well, it's you That's the, late, and it's dark at 4 o'clock now. So. You live in the past, so I can't hold it against you. <laughs> All right. Well, will you take us out with our really cool music? Thank oh, you all. Sorry, where, Beardy, where are you on Twitter? I just remembered that maybe people don't know your app because it changes every five minutes. No, it changes when I get banned. But now, thanks to uh, Elon, I I'm, don't get suspended. I called I called Brian Stelter a pansy the other day, and <gasps> I didn't even I got nothing. That just makes me annoyed because that's the only thing I've ever gotten suspended for. <laughs> I'm still working. I'm. Still my way up to uh, calling Alyssa Milano a snatch again. It's going to happen. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, so let me know what your new account is. <laughs> <laughs> I will. So right now, I'm, you can find me on Twitter at Third Beardy. Because this is the third account that I've been Beardy. And that's, okay. That's I like Beardy. I hope Beardy's here to stay because I can actually remember to call you that. Except for I don't really have a beard right now. I just have a mustache. But, you don't have to tell people that. Nobody knows what you look like. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like I'm faking the funk if I call myself Beardy and I don't have a beard. Gonna, you are faking the funk. Now you're going to have to change yourself to Mustachio the Third. Oh. Just, Mustachio. When you run out of numerals, you can move to Mustachio. <laughs> okay, we I, I got to shut up now. We got to take us out with some rad music.